Jimmy Carter is the reason I am a professor today. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> I promise to you a president who is not isolated from the people, who feels your pain and who shares your dreams and who draws his strength and his wisdom from you. Okay, so my family um, on both sides, uh, father and mother side, um, immigrated from Puerto Rico in the 1920s. Where, uh, where in those days, which where Puerto Ricans went was to Harlem, and then from Harlem, uh, my mother, um, my mother and her mother and a grandmother were uh, were there, and it was my mother who moved us to the Bronx, and um, so I, I'm uh, what you would call a '70s child, and so there's a lot of history there in the Bronx of the '70s when it was burning and. Um, it was uh, a time of uh, a lot of art being created as well. And I'm sure that's why I became a theater artist. <laughs> I learned, we learned how to perform pretty early. And uh, not just by, um, by the graffiti movement and the, uh, the congas that came out every summer into the streets. And so dancing, um, salsa that was created there in the Bronx, as well as uh, hip-hop culture, which many would say came from the Bronx. So um, I am the seventh of eight children. And mostly, um, you know, my mother was single through all those years. And so uh, life wasn't easy. But again, we had art. We had a sense of community. We had a sense of heritage which made us feel very rich and very proud. And my brother um, was one of the older children. Right? He was in the Navy and he um, settled in San Diego. So the family again moved to San Diego, which is kind of where my story begins, at least um um, because the 70s was probably a good time to leave the Bronx. <laughs> we could be uh, poor a whole lot more comfortable here in California. Uh, to us, you have to think of, you know, the concept of of actually having children who go out and play by themselves, right, was huge to us. Um, we had never even, I mean, I don't even think we had even hung out upstate New York. We were real Bronx, generations in. So our uh, our way of being was completely uh, different here. So it was a real alien place for us. And so that, you know, children in New York, we don't even go outside by ourselves until you're in the third grade. So the whole idea of coming to California was very, very hard to resist. And so my brother's the one that that facilitated that. We would have never even thought of it. So coming to California, I am uh, a senior in high school, and I did graduate, but I got I got uh, married right out of high school. I had two children by the time I was twenty, and I um, was a single parent by the time I was twenty-one. I had to get to work, and um, my. Uh, my, uh, oh, so anyway, I saw this thing somehow on the news or something about Jimmy Carter having an incentive program 
where welfare mothers will be able to get paid minimum wage to get a job. Well, even before that, that they would give you a quick training and you would be getting paid minimum wage to do the training. And then they would place you in a work site for six months. And if the work site and the, and the government was paying your salary. So they got a free worker that they got to check out. And if they liked you, they could offer you a permanent position, right? The other incentive was it was, you were able to keep one third of this salary, this minimum wage that was not going to be counted against your uh, welfare check. And so I asked my social worker about it and I, I, uh, and the social worker says something that I didn't know. She said, oh, well, that program is only for women whose children, whose youngest child is five years old. But I said, but I want it. She says, well, I'll see what my supervisor says. And then she came back and she said, well, supervisor says, okay. So I started training, a secretarial training for three months. And I was, and I worked, I took the bus. <laughs> uh, remember I lived in Chula Vista. So I used to take the bus to downtown um, and then back before the trolley. From there, I got placed at San Diego State University. And I had never even been on a university campus before. I had been at a junior college, but not, never at a university. You know, this, ex- this expanse of, uh, of land and, you know, and just, you know, the beauty that's a university. I remember walking on the campus. See, I'm flooded with memories because I was thinking about my children. I was thinking about the future. Um, I remember going to um, HR for the interview. So um, my interview was a black woman. um, And she said, okay, um, I have um, two sites that at San Diego State that want to hire you. One's Chicano Studies and one's History. The History Department. So um, I went to both interviews. And, um, you have to understand my world was this small and, um, Chicanos and Puerto Ricans are two different, completely different cultures. And she said, oh, Evelyn, you know, um, uh, Chicano studies made their decision already and they want you. And, you know, I would, I would say no. Because I had such a bad (laughs) uh, image of radicalism and um, progressive thought um, and Chicanos, (laughs) frankly, you know, I just felt way different. And um, but you got to remember, again, 20 under really undereducated, right? I remember saying I didn't want to go to Chicano studies. I said, well, I'll wait to hear what history says, you know. (laughs) And uh, and she has a lot of consciousness, right? So she said, well, why? And I said, oh, I don't know. I just think I'd be a better, I think I I would enjoy 
being in the history department. Of course, you know, Chicano studies, African-American studies, women's studies, they all sounded so radical to me that I was like, I want to work there, you know? I just want to be left alone. I want to make my little paycheck. I don't want to be, you know, reminded about the world's, you know, uh, problems, right? I got enough of my own, <laughs> right? So why make trouble? I just want to get a job, you know? And she knew. She just knew what I was struggling with. And um, she said, well, Evelyn, you know, I just want to advise you, you know, and she advised me to take it. She said, you know, for a lot of reasons, you know, but but they really do want you. And I think it'd be good for you to go there. So I said, OK, you know, because there was something in the way she said it that made me say, OK, right. Confidence has defined our course and has served as a link between generations. We've always believed in something called progress. We've always had a faith that the days of our children would be better than our own. Well, the whole world opened up to me there. Quite literally. Um, they uh, supported me going back to school. They gave me time off from the office. So anyway, I worked there for a long time and I was able to get my bachelor's while I was a single mom. The only thing holding me back was an education. Break bread, make good, awaken, we taking it.